your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. I am ecstatic uh, today because, again, uh, the whole purpose of this show is uh, featuring small nonprofits doing great big things. Uh, I couldn't be uh, more stoked uh, to welcome the executive director of 23rd Veteran, Mike Waldron. How are you today, Mike? How How are things? I'm doing good, Patrick. Appreciate you having me on the show. I'm very excited uh, to chat with you. I just learned very recently about what you are doing for the veteran community, and it's outstanding. But for those of you who have never heard of 23rd Veteran, uh, why don't you kind of take us through uh, who you are as an organization and how you got founded and uh, what you're doing? I'll do that. I love it. It is based on a personal story of mine. So I served in the Marine Corps from 2000 to 2004. So I was in the initial invasion to Iraq in 2003. Awesome. And there were some changes that happened in my brain when I was in combat that I wasn't aware of. And about five years down the road, I fell into some pretty severe symptoms of combat stress or what was diagnosed as PTSD. And I had no idea it was related to combat five years ago. I just thought I was dying every day. And it was, it was really difficult to live. It was it was constant panic attacks and anxiety, sleepless nights, lots of dreams. And I lived like that for about five years before I found a way out, something that worked for me. Uh, the help that I was being offered wasn't working. Hmm. So I found something that worked. I was so excited about it. And this was about 2013. And this is the first time that I realized that the struggles I was having between 2008 and 2013 were related to combat in 2003. Until I pulled out of it, I had no idea. Crazy. So clearly something changed in my brain when I was in combat. So I did a lot of research to figure out what that could have been. And I learned some very important brain chemicals. And one of them that I hadn't heard much about of, it was, it was relatively recently discovered and studied called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. That's our, that's our brain growth hormone. I like to call it our memory steroid. A memory steroid is a lot easier to pronounce than what you just did. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And it's abbreviated, if anybody wants to look it up, it's abbreviated BDNF. So BDNF acts like that steroid for our memory in traumatic situations or anytime our heart rate is racing and our sympathetic nervous system is kicked in. Our brain has this chemical that allows us to remember everything about that situation on a subconscious level. Hmm. And down the road, those become triggers. So our body can prepare for that trauma, traumatic event again. So generally, life and death, either combat situations, car accidents, sexual traumas is when we have this. So what I learned about this BDNF that was super interesting to me is that we can cause it to release on our own. If we get our heart rate up to an aerobic state for 20 minutes, so pretty much we sweat for 20 minutes, and then that releases our maximum levels of BDNF. So for the next four hours, and it's even been shown for two days later, you can remember things a lot stronger after a workout had you not worked out. Hmm. So it took that together with positive psychology and some other really important brain chemicals that I realized I had been lacking since the Marine Corps, serotonin, oxytocin, that's our love, our trust in relationships, it's our leadership or our purpose. Sure. Put that together with the BDNF and we 
created a program to retrain our brains to live much happier and more comfortable in the civilian world after the military. Outstanding. That's great. So, so what does that involve? Like, how does that, um, like, what's the program sort of like a, a really 5,000 foot view? No, you don't need to get into some like heavy details, but what, what does that look like as a program? Sure, it's a 14 week program. Okay. And we start with that trust building. So we get a dozen veterans and military members in a local area, send them to the mountains to go backpacking and rock climbing for a week or to go canoeing or kayaking in the ocean. And they just build those strong bonds like we had in the military. And then when we come back to our city, we have this group of friends that we trust again, which a lot of us haven't had that for a long time. So we feel a lot more comfortable coming out together. For the next 13 weeks, we go to a CrossFit gym. That's where we sweat. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we're done with that workout, we sit down and we open up our playbook, which is our guided discussion for the day. And that playbook has discussion questions that are based in positive psychology. They're based in that memory retraining. They might be based in anger, mindfulness, there's different themes throughout those 13 weeks. So by the end of the program, we've developed these habits that allow us to live happier lives. And one of the more unique part of, parts of this is that we actually expose ourselves to those triggers again. Mm. So on a Saturday, we'll go to a restaurant with this trusting team. We have people all around us. So normally we feel a lot of anxiety, social anxiety in a restaurant. We want our back to the wall. We want to see everybody there. We want to see the entrance. But now that we have this trusting team, we're not feeling that. And we have a good time so that our brain can start to remember a crowded restaurant as a fun and trusting place rather than a place of possible enemy. And we upgrade those triggers throughout the week or throughout the 13 weeks. We go to a trampoline park. We're ground shaking. Kids are screaming. Bowling alleys. There's louder noises. And eventually... We go shooting guns together at the firing range and we play a lot of games with the gun. We play battleship and we have contests to shoot down bowling pins the quickest. And then we'll bring out the machine guns at the end and just have a lot of fun around those loud booms. So the next time the neighbors light off a firework for 4th of July or a random day of the year, we're not prepared for it. Our brain has these fresh memories of loud booms equaling good times. Unbelievable. That is a really, really cool uh, backstory. And again, if you start in 2013, and when did you start the, uh, the organization? 2015 was an organization. So 2015. So relatively young, relatively new. Um, and even as young organizations, and I, and I know you've got these too, you've probably bought big, hairy, audacious goals. So why don't you kind of let, you know, sort of the listening and viewing audience in on a little one of those, the things you'd love to see planned ahead for your uh, organization, 23rd Veteran? So something I didn't share yet is once I pulled out of that combat stress, I started bringing up those symptoms to my buddies from the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. I started telling them, just hinting at things I was experiencing. None of us talked about it. And again, this is 10 years after combat. And it turned out we were all going through the same things, at least the friends that I stayed in touch with. Yeah. So they were still suffering the severe symptoms. I had pulled out of it. And... That's what motivated me to do something to help them. So I have friends that I served with all over the country. So clearly, I need to build this organization. This was my thoughts back in 2013, 2014. I need to build this organization that we can expand so that we can help my friends around the country. And of course, we want to impact all the veterans and military we can along the way. So our goal is to be in the top 50 cities in the U.S. so that when military and veterans come back, they have a place, whether they're coming back from overseas or getting out of the military, you don't have to deploy to experience trauma in the military. We don't require that. 
uh, there's a place that we can retrain our brains so we can live more successful civilian lives and comfortable so that we can do have a much more successful transition if we're comfortable in society. Yeah, that's, uh, that's amazing. Again, top 50 cities, that's a big, hairy, audacious goal. I freaking love that. That's awesome. Well, and part of this too is there's a lot of veteran groups. There's a lot of uh, individual organizations who are attempting to help vets either get, you know, jobs or whatever. What makes your organization, um, what are you doing differently than other organizations to kind of set yourself apart from uh, sort of the groups that are that are helping our returning you know, combat vets? Sure. So one of the most unique things about 23rd Veteran is the length of our mental health program. And we generally stick away from words like that, mental health. So there's a huge negative stigma around that, especially in the military. So if you look at our website, if, if you go to any of our veteran programs, whether it's the 23B recon program I've been explaining or bladesmithing, you won't see words like help. You won't see trauma. Mm. You won't see PTSD or disorder mm-hmm. uh, because it's not a disorder. The reason that our bodies are experiencing what they're experiencing is because we are prepared for combat again. Mm. It's a survival mechanism. And it wasn't until 1980 that we decided to put a disorder on the end of this. And that's a whole nother discussion, but for medical reasons, they need that so that insurance will cover medications and, and therapy. But so anyway, what's very different about 23rd veteran is we don't talk about our trauma. Mm. So that's one of the rules in the program. We have five important rules. One of them is no bitching. There's no war stories. Yeah. There's no alcohol Mm. throughout 14 weeks. There's no watching the news for the 14 weeks. And the fifth rule is you have to show up every day of the course. I feel like these rules could be applied to like most things in life. And I really feel like you're going to get a better mental clarity in your life uh, just by following those five. five Absolutely. Absolutely. Applicable to everything. Interesting. I I like that. I like the differentiation between that. And I like that you don't put it on as sort of any uh, label. You're trying to get rid of the labels um, outside of just being, you know, dudes and gals that are just kind of normal human beings. Like that's just, you're just hanging out. I like that. Uh, part of that is, uh, and you, it, as a relatively young organization, you still probably have amazing success stories. Again, outside of yourself as your sort of self-discovery um, uh, backstory, what sort of other documented uh, successes have you seen from individuals who've gone through the program or who are currently kind of going through uh, your you know, programs here at 23rd Veteran? And that's an easy question to answer. I love it. It it is so fulfilling to watch the transition in people that are struggling life and coming out of the program. Some of them do a 180. We recently had a veteran join who had been on the couch for 10 years. He Mm. didn't like leaving his house. Once in a while, he'd go to a grocery store around midnight. His wife would go with him. She would clear the aisles, let him know if people are in it before he'd go around the aisle. He didn't talk with people. He stayed at home, read books, and super intelligent, well-spoken guy, but did not know how to communicate in society. Mm-hmm. So we got him in this 14-week program, and it was around day, probably workout four, so second week of the program. I was in the locker room with him after his CrossFit and positive psychology discussion, and he sure. told me for the past 10 years, He's been trying every therapy and every program that he could find, and nothing had worked nearly as well as this program had worked in only two weeks. Jeez. 
And throughout the rest of the, it was such a transition to witness. He went from looking like a 35-year-old homeless veteran. He wasn't homeless, but just kind of your stereotypical veteran on the, you know, people would think on the side of the road with the sign holding up. So that's what he looked like. He was 35 with a family, geared down to his belly button and just very abrasive. And then afterwards, yeah, at the end of the program, he's clean shaven. The guy looks like Bradley Cooper, speaks like him too. (laughs) He's actually featured in some of our marketing material because he's, he's like the best photos we've ever taken, clean haircut, and uh, just a wonderful story. And he shares his gratitude. So that's something that we do in 23rd Veterans too. We share our gratitude with every meeting and especially in our recon program. And it was so often that he would share how grateful he was for the program and the 23rd Veteran and the transition his family's been able to experience and his therapists have experienced. And they actually took him off all of his medications before the end of the program. If people are listening or they're watching, they don't have a grin on their face about that. That's pretty, uh, you're, you got no soul. I think that's, uh, that's really one of the more remarkable things. You know, a lot of the, a lot of what we love doing on this program too, is, uh, celebrating wins. We know notoriously that people think, uh, that celebrating is bragging and we don't think that at all because we want to make sure that, you know, your supporters and your, uh, individuals who, uh, so dedicated, you know, tirelessly dedicated time and energy and effort into your organization get to feel like, hey, you're part of this victory team. So is there a, is there something that we can help celebrate with you? Big win, small win, anything in between uh, on uh, what you've accomplished here in the next you know, recently um, that we can help give you, you know, high fives in the car. You're listening to this on the workout, you know, whatever. Uh, what can we celebrate with you and 23rd Veteran today? I'm going to say our expansion in 2019. Yeah, so- like, like we said, the goal is to expand. And 2019, we had some interest in California, Southern California. So, hey, we'll give it a shot. And our model for expansion is we do our fundraisers in that city so that we can, or in that area, so we can use that money locally and support local veterans with the local right. money. Yeah. So, we brought the fundraiser out there, the Nearly Naked Ruck March to San Diego and LA in 2019, which sparked enough interest from folks in Philadelphia. So we also brought it out to Philadelphia in 2019. So we expanded coast to coast in one year. Look at that. Like the uh, great rail barons of the uh, 1800s, but uh, doing better uh, with uh, amazing help for veterans. I love that. Congratulations. That's really great. You know, and along those lines, there's probably a number of individuals and businesses that have probably helped you uh, get from where you are. The ones who helped you start up, the ones who continue during sort of the slow times. Uh, I'd love to give you an opportunity to give a shout out to any individual or businesses or a handful of them that have just helped you and 23rd Veteran uh, be as an amazing partner or uh, support system that you have for your own support system uh, for those that you're serving. Uh, easily. Uh, I happened to bump into the one of the VPs of Fujifilm a few years back. He wanted to take some photos of me when I was ice climbing in northern Minnesota. Like, yeah, I could take some photos, sure. And then we got to talking. Well, he's a Vietnam veteran. And that sparked off a relationship where Fujifilm, to date, has been our largest corporate sponsor. Unbelievable. Yeah, definitely props. It's not someone that, you know, you would think a veteran organization would approach for sponsorship or to help out, but just that that one connection and, and the hearts that have been found in Fujifilm for supporting veterans is pretty pretty awesome. And they've also... There's two organizations that their company-wide will match every year. So 23rd Veterans, one of their two company-wide matching. It's a big company. I think multi-billion dollar company. 
that's massive and kudos to Fujifilm. That's great. And you know, another thing that we love doing too is in even reaching out into the community in which you're living is a lot of nonprofit organizations who are small and sort of scrappy and sort of uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of organizations deserve a little TLC as well. So is there an organization in your community that you think are doing amazing things that don't get enough recognition that you'd love to give a shout out uh, in appreciation uh, today? You know, there was a, this is not that small of an organization, actually a very large organization. They're behind a lot of research that goes into the veterans and other organizations use, but they don't get a lot of, they don't get a lot of word. They don't get uh, the recognition. And it was actually an article that said, this is the best program for veterans that nobody knows about. Hmm. So IVMF, the Institute for Veteran and Military Families, they run mainly entrepreneurship programs on their program side mm-hmm. for veterans and military families. Uh, but then they have a huge research com- component as well. And if any, if any veterans or military are listening and they want to get into business or entrepreneurship or become a better leader, check out IVMF. It's an amazing organization. Outstanding. Love that a lot. Okay. So, uh, hey, we've come to the end of our podcast. We learned a lot today. This is amazing. But I want to give the floor to you. Um, if, if there's people who are listening or watching who are really moved by this, who love the idea of an alternative and sensible way to sort of helping our returning combat vets or any individual who's a veteran in the military service sort of get back up on their feet of awesomeness. Um, how can they support 23rd Veteran? Uh, how can they get involved? The floor is yours. Promote what you want uh, as it goes for you. Uh, definitely start on the website, 23rdveteran.org. You can find our programs there. You can find out how to contact us there. You can find our fundraisers there. Our fundraising event is fun. It is extremely exciting. There's so much purpose and energy there that people are, are just on a life high for multiple days after attending one of them. So even if you have to fly in, we have people that fly across the country and from other countries to go to the Nearly Naked Ruck March. So definitely check out the Nearly Naked Ruck March. We're on Facebook and Instagram, 23rd Veteran is, Nearly Naked Ruck March is. And the last thing I haven't talked about, and you're not going to find it on the website, but I do educating on combat stress, why our brains are supposed to change in traumatic situations, and then how we can create a more friendly environment to whichever group I'm speaking to, whether that's university, uh, corporation, or military. That's my absolutely favorite thing to do. If I had two things to celebrate today, the other one would be educating the military before they deploy. This is what's going to change in your brain. This is why it's normal. It makes you a badass. But if you want to get along in the civilian world afterwards, we're going to have to do a little work to change that back. I wish somebody would have told me that in 2003. My life would have been very different. Well, I'm hoping that uh, somebody listens to this and they hear the same thing and all of a sudden they don't have to do uh, what you went through and then you're helping a whole lot. of. And again, as a gift that I love to give back to you, my, uh, uh, for just you know, being a guest on the show, um, I like to help out in any fundraising way that I can. So I love answer, asking uh, or answering any fundraising question that you might have from your organization. And here, Duke, better, we're just going to kind of help you uh, rock and roll there. So is there, a, is there a fundraising question? Is there something that you'd love to sort of gain uh, some knowledge on or some help with uh, as far as fundraising goes for 23rd Bank? I do. I, our biggest struggle when it comes to fundraising is sustaining corporate donors. Mm. So I, I, just a little on my history, I'm a blue-collar boy, grew up, not a lot of connections. I was in the 
enlisted in the service. So starting this was just building my network and my connections. And that's something that I haven't done really well is build connections with corporations that like to give large amounts on an annual basis. So what, what would be your advice on either building those connections or finding someone that has those connections? I, so your network is probably uh, flooded with people who are connected in the corporate world. And I think your challenge becomes what benefit or value does 23rd veteran give organizations uh, and, and corporations for them to support you? What I mean by that is more than likely they've got veterans who are working for them or they've got spouses of individuals who are working with them as well. So your approach is, statistically speaking, there are X amount of vets in this community, which means you probably have either uh, some individual or a handful of individuals that are working at your organization. Um, Here is how we help. What we do matters because this, and show the impact of you getting somebody back on their feet and off the couch to be productive, what that means to reduce the amount of uh, what you would say PTSD trauma in the workplace about how that reduces the amount of sick days and amount of days that they're, they're not, they're not working or they're, they're uh, um, you know, sort of daydreaming about something else other than work. What you do matters and the amount of impact that that business can make on the veteran community is also something that you can correlate back once you have them, because that's an easy story to sell. All of a sudden you're getting money back and you're like, Oh, I'd love to support you in a small role. Make sure you hammer, um, going back to them and not asking them for money, but showing what their donation did for your organization going forward. You're returning the favor in, letting them know their impact will make them feel unbelievably good about their investment because that's kind of how they're going to look at it as. And so their investment is going to pay off and all of a sudden they want to double down. They want to reinvest. They want to get their friends to invest. And so it's connecting the dots to what your organization does boots on the ground wise to help their community and then continuing the conversation about giving them the impact back, the impact feedback on a regular basis and not just asking them for money all the time. Cool. Awesome advice. We'll do it. I love it. We did it. Well, I, uh, Mike, I appreciate you uh, being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate what you are doing for uh, the, uh, the combat veteran community, uh, the uniqueness, the, uh, the unbelievable, thoughtful way that you're approaching this. Uh, and I really do hope that everybody is at the end of the show digging out all the sacks of money they're hiding under their mattress and they go to the 23rd Veteran website, which we will link in the show page as well, and, uh, and donate a lot of time, talent, and treasure to you. Thank you for being a guest on the official Do Good or Do Good Better podcast. Thanks, man. Uh, my, my pleasure, Patrick. Thank you so much. Thank you. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.